Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. As women, we are blessed with intuitive capabilities and the strength to create and maintain inclusivity. Knowledge can be gained through multiple avenues, whether the source is at home or outside those familiar walls. The Tiny Tuck Show is here to introduce and reintroduce our daily heroes and the hush-hush achievers around us. We have so many amazing stories of success that may not receive its due appreciation because of standards set by society. Each of us has had that one teacher or professor who has trusted us and encouraged us towards greater things. Both of you have been working mothers. How has that experience empowered you? Actually, uh, empowerment is a new word for me because I was born uh, in a family where, uh, you know, my parents were quite liberal. I'm talking about the 60s and 70s. And they were so liberal that I could do what I wanted. It was, I mean, not beyond the limits those days anyway, but I didn't know what empowerment meant was what was rights and you know feminism all this was alien to me I didn't even know I think it just came up but I didn't realize I was living a very you know uh, I can say a very free happy chasing my dreams I was given all the liberty by my parents so I never knew there were people who were waiting for their freedom and there were women who were fighting for their freedom I didn't know about all that I grew up in such a society because my father was in the army mm-hmm. and uh, he traveled all over India to so north, south and east, west and all. So I was with him all the time and I didn't know that there was something different from the kind of life I was life living. Had, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I didn't know that women could lead a very submissive life. I didn't know that. And so what happened was when I came, I said, I want to study. They said, you go ahead. I want to continue my studies. I could do it. So all along, I went and I wanted to live, you know, far away from my parents. They sent me to do my post-graduation in Mysore. Of course, it was not very far, but still it was far those days. (laughs) I lived a lovely life, enjoyed my college life, did what I wanted. Then I said, I don't want to get married now. They were also, they agreed about that. And then finally, I chose, I said, I will choose. You can't force someone on me. That was also done. So what happened was I, because of this liberal and, uh, you know, uh, fantastic background that I had, I already had, you know, uh, empowered myself. So when I started working, I started working before marriage. Mm -hmm. So when I started working, I had the strength, the confidence and uh, any kind of experience I could face. And it was not uh, difficult for me at all. So I had my ups and downs. I fought my own battles and uh, at work. Then when I became a mother, the onerous task of looking after the children was a very, you know, it's very daunting. Like, But I didn't give up my work. I thought, right. let me continue, uh, you know. And uh, my children were uh, 
you know, I brought them up. The only problem was that uh, I had to start balancing. You know, I couldn't be a perfect mother or a perfect uh, professional. So that is the time that I decided whatever I do, I'm, I am a sort of not perfectionist. You can't call me a perfectionist. But whatever I do, I do with a lot of passion and my whole heart is put into it. So I became a mother and a, you know, a working woman and I think I continued and till the end of, uh, you know, my retirement, I did a, quite a good job, I think. And because my children turned out well, so it was, the privileges were always there. Absolutely. I, it was hunted during my younger days. And then I realized how much people are fighting for it. And I was blessed. So that is my, <laughs> you know, uh, empowerment as a working woman. <laughs> Ma, what about you? Yeah, um, I too come from the same generation as uh, my sister Asha. So, Ashaka, I uh, fully agree with whatever you have said so far. And um, the word empowerment, you know, the, the very fact that we are working is an empowerment right. for the right now. And uh, earlier, of course, um, there was nothing like uh, fighting for your rights and uh, wanting to do what you want to do and uh, people being, uh, you know, there was no competition as such. There was no wanting to be in the limelight and things like that. It's mm-hmm. just that you you had to study, you had to uh, grow up uh, the way your parents wanted you to. And uh, yes, even I went through that lovely uh, phase of being uh, uh, you know independent and we we almost had a liberal life at that time and uh, because there were no other kind of uh, unnecessary uh, problems that we could have faced as of now like how it is these days there are too many things happening and uh, so the mindset at that time was much cooler, much mm, comfortable and uh, we had our uh, lifestyle which was simple and uh, we just, we were just innocent, simple beings that we were growing up and had to do what we needed to do, you know, and uh, according to our parents' wishes, most of it. And if we did want to do anything of uh, other than uh, what the norm was, they would always allow us and encourage us. So likewise, we had fantastic parents who understood the generation and the need of the hour. So um, as of, yeah, that's what I would like to add on. That's nice. That's true. That's true. Very true, Suri. Because uh, we grew up in a generation, not only was it safe, it was also, uh, of course, it was uh, quite a conservative society those days. Right, we, right. we were lucky we had such backgrounds where this didn't play a role. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, we had uh, very, very open-minded uh, parents. Parents, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that support is very important. I mean, no matter, ultimately at the end of the day, when th- that support and that uh, understanding comes from the parent itself, it makes a world of a difference for the child 
as compared to when no matter who from the society might support you or might offer to empower you when it comes from within the family from the at home the 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 foundation is a lot stronger in my experience at least absolutely absolutely 100% yes so i i mean uh, it's it's unbelievable how both of you and women like you do it because being a mother is a full time role and responsibility for another life and how many ever lives that you've brought into the world <laughs> so what motivated you to continue working and uh, make put in that extra effort to create that balance yes at that time like i told you earlier i was working even before getting married i was working and i told you uh, i i was so used to being you know the first thing that sets a woman gives her a wings is the financial independence the moment you get the you know you are independent financially you think you can soar that is you know it's it's just like true, it's a true. very <laughs> after that whatever you do is your challenge your career your profession and how you want to better it and all at that point of time when i got married and i had children i was working in for an advertising agency i was working as a copywriter and those days the media was not so advanced like this now where you know you just do everything or technically and everything is done but we had to do manually do it like a copyright copywriter is like a creative writer creative director whatever it is nowadays so uh, we used to write the copies it was a churning of ideas and you know it used to mentally exhaust me like but it used to be fun because i am basically a creator you know person who can write like creatively like, you know things like that. so what happened was at that time at that point of time what happened i had to stay with my my children were young so i couldn't continue that work that job because you know it used to finish late at night and i was not giving my children the attention that they should be getting when they're very small so at one uh, point i realized i cannot continue with this and the only other uh, uh, passion was not passion i'd say i i could do was becoming a teacher a lecturer and uh, so i joined the college and now i joined that because the timing was very Uh, suited to me i could go in the morning come back in the afternoon or evening by 3 o'clock and uh, i was there with them for the holidays but little did i realize that it was i was so passionate about teaching that i continued for the rest of my life and at that time it uh, con- i continued because i was with my children during their holidays i used to bring my papers home correct it with them i was there when they were growing up when they started their you know all the uh, you know uh, things that i shouldn't miss and uh, you know and moreover i was a rebel when i was a student so i fitted in as a lecturer because i knew what these not <laughs> because i did all that when i was studying so it was very easy for me to keep them in check at the same time entertain them and you know so i loved my job so i loved my job and it it was so convenient to be with my children throughout their you know uh, their growing up years i did their projects for them i used to have fun go out and so it was a kind of a continuing uh, 
enjoyment of life, both as a mother and as a working woman. So what happened was at one stage, I realized I've been really, you know, so lucky to have got this kind of, you know, uh, a working place and, you know, a job and, uh, you know, to also to stay at home. So that yeah. is what made me continue. <laughs> and i never regretted it never not a uh, not a day's regret so that's how i continued and it kept me going beautiful <laughs> and mama yeah uh, for me um, let me just touch on one of the points that ashaka said that is uh, notorious one in the in the college and uh, <laughs> the main thing that i want to add on here is that she was an excellent student in spite of being a, a rebel notorious person <laughs> <laughs> and i as a i was much younger so i used to look up to her all the time i used to look up to ashika um, the way she spoke the way she carried herself the way she would uh, talk to people and uh, her english was very very fascinating for me all the time so you know i used to look up to her for anything and everything um whenever we met i used to admire her okay that is the point which i wanted to make and uh, with uh, me as um, a role um as a working mother mm-hmm. uh came to me at a very uh, later stage you know i i i wasn't working before marriage as such i was training in a couple of places where i uh, did my travel management and data entry that's it after that uh, yes we got married and all then uh, my uh, career per se started when i was about 34 years old and you were 2 years old okay <laughs> so at th- that was a time when i started working i was working for a leather company as a quality control uh, executive um so that was a, a very interesting job but then the the point here is how i managed that period of time is um uh i had to yes it was very tough actually to start with Yeah, I had to leave you, leave you as a child in a crash, a two-year-old mm-hmm. child, and then I had to go for work, come back on the way back, pick you up, and come back. And I was in uh, uh, my brother's house that time, mm-hmm. yes, Mama's house, right. and um, of course that was a little bit of support system at that time. not little major support system absolutely and uh, uh, yeah because uh, sometimes you know in the house there are people who can attend to what you cannot do at that moment of time so they helped in many ways and then uh, st- i started off with the business which was suitable um, yeah that also was an initiative from uh, mama who said you know because the child is so small and she is you are sending her to the crash and you do, you're not in a comfortable mindset because you're sending her to the crash so this particular business is there 
which we can take it up and uh, you know you will be in the house along with the child and all the time if she's even going to school and coming back you're there and you're also taking care of the business so like if you want to give it a try i think it will be a good option so after, so i did i said yes yes let me start doing it so and uh, it was a very convenient option for me at that time you know to take care of the child and to be there in the house and to do the business everything fell in place so the role as a mother uh, was the main thing that motivated me to work <laughs> so that was the aim that that was the uh, the ambition was to work for the child be for the child and uh, take care of her and give her a, a proper education and uh, lifestyle so that was the only aim and the uh, ambition was very strong so i worked towards it and it went on. and i was very happy in that situation where um, you know uh, uh, all the factors were uh, coincided well so felt good yes. so and it was uh, easy to manage right yes i would like to yes sir add to uh, suri's story uh, i know how she worked hard you know to bring you up and considering the circumstances she was in but really she did a very good job and i used to go and visit her then Thank and you. i know she was doing a marvelous job and like both of us we were lucky that we got uh, you know we worked in an area where we involved our children during their growing years yeah. we, were, we were involved with them and they were involved with us so that was uh, you know a lovely you know kind of a situation or atmosphere the children grew up in yeah i mean i can i really c- can't imagine bi- the the distance that kind of builds up when parents both parents are going to work and the children are a <clears throat> care of somebody else i've read it in articles i've seen it on in movies but i really can't imagine because i've been so lucky to actually have my mother 24/7 with me <laughs> and i used oh. to go to school but she was always there at home <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for me I was not at home but I used to be home by the time the children are back. It was days to come a little later. So I was there. I used to see them off in the morning and then welcome them back home. So we didn't have you know time for you know being apart from it. Maybe they didn't like it at at times but it had it was that, that is definitely Yes. <laughs> at that rebel stage, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes, at the rebel stage. Yes, they were. They don't like parents breathing down their neck then, you know. Yeah. Very yeah. <laughs> uh, soon they become also the same. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to a question that's kind of connected to what we were discussing so far is um what according to you are a few positive impacts of a working mother on the rest of the family members how many ever members there are in the family 
because yes, we've sorry, been living can... in a we've been living with this lifestyle a very stereotypical lifestyle wherein it's the man who's always going to work and um, over the years it has changed wherein more mothers and more wives are working and uh, handling both responsibilities so what what is the the positive aspects of that because we all know what the negatives are because everybody at least in um certain conservative societies people are always whining about it and talking about how wrong it is for the mother to leave the child and go so i really don't want to speak about that because everyone knows about it i want to really highlight the positive impacts of a working mother on the children on the husband on the family uh positive impacts uh, i think a working mother because i was teaching in a college i know the kind of uh, you know the children who turn who immediately you can guess the child who comes from a home where the mother is working and as against the child who's got his mother at home or his or her mother at home the thing is the ones who used to have working mothers were automatically very responsible and uh, they never complained about their mother working they would say you know they would come out and say that my mother works so hard they had a lot of pride about their mothers working and they said we should you know we should give her rest when we grow up this is the kind of uh, thoughts they had so i feel there's a lot of positive impact i think there can be only positive impact unless you neglect your child you neglect your work which no mother does you know <laughs> being a mother is the first and foremost uh, job it's an exhausting 24 hour 367 days 365 days all the year throughout the years how many years 60 years 70 years whatever <laughs> so they can never get tired for that job uh, negative impact i don't have to talk about it like you said because there is so much the conservative society still feels the mother leaves the child and she her place is at uh, at home the woman has to look after the children that's different but the moment you go out and you're you know the working mother goes out she is you know working so hard and she knows the ups and downs of life it's a daunting uh, you know thing to go out and come back and look after your children i remember i used to start my day at 5 in the morning and uh, when i go back to sleep at night i said ah when am i when am i going to lie down again tomorrow and <laughs> i can only lie down tomorrow night but there is so much you know so much of you bring in so much of positivity into the house when you come in and you and if you are um, you know a mother who cares so much for your family i don't think there is anything negative because she cares for the family she has to work in the morning she has to pack their lunch pack their breakfast pack her breakfast and those days the days we worked in we didn't have cooks or you know maids and all to do everything we did it ourselves with a lot of love and a little shouting and you know <laughs> irritation but then it was everybody's drama there you know right. everybody had something to do so uh, they would uh, get ready and go and they know that the mother is playing such an important role and you know when they come home something is ready for them to eat and uh, hot dinner and uh, the fun that we have to the mother as a working mother i used to bring home so many kinds of anecdotes or you know uh, work experience where i read i used to teach 
human beings it's not like sitting of course computers and all they have got their own stress and their marvelous workers and all but <laughs> as a teacher and those students finally you know they come through our come to the teacher first in their you know all raw you know what do you call a they're raw when they come to a teacher and right. then you see them going through that process and then when i meet them later on i realize how what a pause because they come back and say ma'am we remember you used to tell us these stories and that is what i felt it is the thing you know a very big compliment to be a teacher i have done my work so the same happens when you come home you impact this vibration that you start you know it comes home and i may be tired i do get angry any mother will but then uh, the moment i used to come back home the children used to come with their stories and i would come with my stories and they were most more or less alike because it was against students and teachers and so they had so much to learn and uh, i think uh, i taught them to be strong and they also learned how to multitask when they see me and i was maybe a role model so my children realized this is the kind of work we have to do this is the kind of you know uh, you know uh, role that we will be leading in future and uh, i think that way we have a lot of uh, a mother of course a father does have but then the father is not as sensitive as a mother right and he can right. only work and come back and uh, he cannot uh, you know be aware of every small uh, thing a child goes through whereas a mother can feel it so it's mm-hmm. only the mother who can you know teach them and tell them and uh, the values come from the parents both parents but mm-hmm. the mother is always thrown whether they like it or not with them so that's how it is i feel it's a got a they've got a very positive uh, a working woman has a very positive impact on the family that's yeah. what i feel. yes and um, to add on my only um, point would be that as working uh, mothers uh, we have an exposure to the outside world which teaches us so many things as to how to handle that many kind of people so we definitely bring about um, we come back uh, with a a better knowledge and understanding to deal with the children because as uh, akka rightfully said we know everything that the child wants you know it's a very instinctive feeling that mothers have you know we can foresee and then we know how to take it and then with all these qualities that we already are built in with mm-hmm. we tend to become uh, uh, more knowledgeable as to how to handle people in the yeah. house it may be anybody in the house it could be mm. all the you know grandparents in the house sometimes some sisters in laws brothers in laws their wives and it could be a big family that you are in and still there are people who go to work and come back see? yeah see in a very good scenario it would be like uh, they are all supportive of people working okay everybody in the family are supportive to the person to the lady who's going out to work and coming back right so when that is the scenario they become uh, more positive 
the ladies who are working become more positive because they know every move of theirs is being going to be appreciated and uh, spoken about in a very good manner so that adds on to the confidence level to the lady who's working so again that is a positive impact That's exactly right can, uh, and uh, another yes another thing i would like to add is see her exposure and her battle with everyday life like yes. it's not easy to go out and work it's not not a, a, not, not not a care, you know a bed of roses to just think and you know you just oh, no for every day she has a new experience she has a new okay. challenge and she has to come out of it so that is what you know has an impact on the family yes right so how we come through uh, come out of it how we yes. come fight for it it's a tough time yes. and they learn you know that this too shall pass because my mother has overcome that and uh, yeah. she she we will also ha- you know they learn from that absolutely you know, like like suri says everybody it has an impact on you know everybody and even the relationship within the family it doesn't it it doesn't just stay at um like between mother and son or between daughter and mother or or any any member of the family it kind of improvises to a next level where there's a certain where there's this very deep friendship that you couldn't you couldn't possibly find anywhere else because it is with your own parent <laughs> right right true that's why they can you know even when they are grown up they can talk to you tell you their yeah. problems that's very important yeah. that uh, foundation that you have built with your child every mother has a you know basic uh, relationship with her but the way we nurture it is very very important very important right. so padma is- going off of what you said previously when you meant bringing home anecdotes and stories and uh, ma you also mentioned experience when you step out you have that experience and it it positively impacts when you come back home so can you share can both of you share maybe um maybe an incident that that you've experienced where working your your working personality helped your uh, you as a mother at home or you be your traits as a mother helped you at work somehow suri will you go ahead with that first one for yes um we want i would start with uh, the impact that we as mothers having on the um, colleagues when mm-hmm. you work uh, i had the experience of working elsewhere also for a couple of years so that immediate instincts of wanting to do something when a person wants and you know to attend um, luckily i was in the admin so it more or less running a big family like a big family where yeah. you have a lot of paperwork to do in addition and uh, yes uh, so you are taking care of all the facilities that everybody needs and to see to it that the office is running wonderfully well like how you would run your home with right. all uh, the points um would be like at home you're taking care of the uh, 
um, house, the neatness of the house, the kitchen, the food, the, um, the clothing, etc., etc., etc. So likewise, in an office scenario, you have to take care of the overall, uh, you know, the ambience of the office, the the needs of every manager or the ex- the directors, the whoever you're reporting to, plus you have to take care of the other employees also who need your help. So you actually become a counts uh, a mentor also there. <laughs> so even without much experience um, of being an educated or you have educated in the counseling line without doing that you you automatically get into that position of you know uh, helping them if they are in distress or something of that sort so this <laughs> way this way definitely as a uh, as a woman and as a mother we can impact very well in the office scenario also right very true that's true i i agree with suri uh, completely because I have, as a lecturer, I was dealing with uh, children of uh, maybe, they are children, you know, 17, 18 and 19, they're not grown up, but they think they're very grown, you know, they're completely, uh, they think they've just come out of school and, you know, they can do what they want and they rush in where fools, uh, you know, what do you call, what is that saying, fools dare, uh, you know, they just go in. And uh, they just uh, rush into any kind of a, uh, it's like a dare for them. The whole life is, you know, you know, they, right. like they want to prove something. So what happens is when they like to prove, they go out of their, you know, limits. So what happens is sometimes they have a lot of issues there. And uh, I was uh, luckily, when uh, I was teaching, what happened was, I used to deal with boys and girls who are so young, so vulnerable, and they think they, you know, life is just a challenge. Mm-hmm. And they do such, you know, come out with such crazy things. Sometimes they don't even know that, you know, they're going off the track. Like So right. it is for us to bring them back. So I was wherever, I taught in two or three colleges and I was always the counselor. You know, I, and I used to sit there and tell them what happens and I became like a sort of counsellor to them and uh, I was a counsellor sort of they, that is what those days we didn't have this uh, problem with this mental illness and mental you know for right, everything right. it was not such a big thing like they thought everybody goes through it it's the age but when they go grow you know a little impatient and they become a little tired of the normal then they would start getting to all kinds of, you know, some problem at home. Right. And so then they have a kind of a different kind of, you know, attitude to life. So you guess it because I, because as a mother, what happens is you are seeing the same things happening at home. In the, you know, by then my children also were, you know, turning older, get, getting older. So the same traits I saw in my students and the same traits that my students had I I used to the weaknesses I used to see it in my children so it was very easy for me to help both you know it was like uh, killing two birds with one shot so what I would do is I used to counsel them I used to find out their problems 
and I would come home and uh, tell them this, you know, what happened. So that they started getting aware of the kind of problems others face. So it is not a problem that uh, they are alone, you know, going through. So there are many like them who are going through the same kind of problems. The children at home, my children felt, oh, okay, this is a universal problem. This is not only me. So that way I was able to share these stories with them. And, uh, you know, when children got into depression or they were, and mainly I would blame the parents because the pressure for studying was so, you know, much on the child. The child may not be able to cope, but uh, the, you know, it was so, they had to get marks. And I feel marks is not everything. It's not marks that's going to help the child. And uh, it is their experience their learning so they would come to me with their problems <laughs> because they felt I understood them so whenever I taught spoke to a child I mean a student and told and then I used to call their parents and tell them see look and they would complain he's got only 50 he's only got 60 I said well, look at me it's like this half uh, the glass half full and half empty or, yeah. you know yeah. whatever <laughs> full that happened so I used to say why don't you see the marks he has got instead of seeing? And and uh, I was very, I was the same with my children. I never asked them. I never worried about their marks. I used to shout at them at times. Mm-hmm. But I never said you have to. I never insisted that you come out, you know, first or second or third. Because I didn't expect them to either. So I don't think they would have made the attempt, but it was okay. <laughs> Whenever I asked them, they said, okay, how was the paper? Okay. I also was okay with it. So I know stress, it's a stress for the children. So I was very careful to, and my, my students would tell me, tell my parents, ma'am, just tell them. So I would tell them and they would come and tell me, they list, he listens to you, why don't you tell him? God tell her. So these stories that I brought home gave my children, they thought maybe others, maybe they didn't think they wouldn't. But at that time when they were young, maybe they thought I was a wonder woman. But I don't think they'd think of it after. The, I mean, now they wouldn't even say that. They would say, what rubbish you taught us and used. That's because they they are free to discuss. And they've turned out to be good children. So I think I was a sort of a wonder woman in my own way. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, this is how, you know, I help. And now when I see my students who are very naughty, who are, you know, doctors and uh, they are, uh, you know, CEO of a company, I feel very happy because they were, I trusted, I had faith in them. The same way I had faith in my children too. So they've not let me down, my children or my students. So we've come to the end of the show and I'm so, so happy that Padma, you were able to join mommy and me uh, today. And I hope that you you enjoyed uh, speaking on the topic and sharing your experiences with us and to the listeners. It was wonderful. It uh, brought me back to, you know, my days when I was so busy. So I'm <laughs> happy. Happy. It is a nice uh, talk. I hope, uh, you know, uh, to meet more like this once uh, you know whenever we can that's it thank you so much thanks Padma thank you Palu. thank you
The Tiny Tuck Show is expected to be published in all regional languages shortly, so stay tuned. Till then, stay safe and spread the love.